0: Welcome to issue 117 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, The Encounter Sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains, and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet, as well as those so-called heroes' intent on thwarting them. Hi, I'm one of your hosts, Mike, and joining me tonight is Steve... Hi, Mike. How's it going? Hi, Steve. It's going well. How are you tonight? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Good, good. And of course, joining us is Daniel. Hi. How's it going, Daniel? <laughs> so great. Really? Well, it's because you got I... something on your mind.
1: You know, yes, Mike. It's funny you say that. Mike, Steve, we got another five star review. Woo. All right. From GJ Scott 25 on the 25th of March, he said, they said, the following. Great podcast about Marvel Champions villains. This is my favorite Marvel Champions podcast. You guys get the best behind the screen guests plus focus on the villains. Great combo. Thank you, Scott
2: 25 That's great. He's right. We do get the best guests. We, our we guests come on do. the show. Are great. Thank you, guests. Thank you. Thank you, guests. Like the,
1: the folks that we brought in, I'm, this is the thing I think we're most proud of, isn't it? Like the the folks we get in to do some like villainous backstories with us, the um, the folks at FFG to get us like kind of shots, but you know, behind the curtain. Like I'm super proud of those particular ep- issues. And I am right there with you at GJ Scott 25. Thank you so much for pointing that out and noticing that we got great guests. Yeah no we're
2: doubts,
1: we're great that's really what i'm getting out of this <laughs> yeah. yeah we are great um but you know what else is great we got like contest folks still that we want to read some honorable mentions mike who do we got
0: uh this one is from jacob g and you're reading it me yeah okay so this is the contest
1: about valkyrie and vision and why they're bad guys all right jacob g says Vision and Valkyrie are. Terrible role models for kids. Vision teaches us that shooting and crippling veterans with lasers doesn't result in any real consequences. Valkyrie is a drunk driver, but in a spaceship.
0: Yeah, just-
1: yeah. <laughs> and Jacob names the, their sources. Uh, Civil War movie and Thor Ragnarok.
0: Yep. Which, hey, there, it's a, it's, it's canon. It's a different Marvel <laughs> universe, but it's canon in that universe. <laughs> yep.
1: Uh.
2: But in a spaceship, I love that. That
1: was all caps, so
2: good. I never really thought that about how Vision takes out War Machine, and no one says anything or cares about it later on. Like, yeah, whatever he did, it. Who cares?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's disconcerting. Yeah, they could have really twisted the consequences a bit more in that movie. It, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Those heroes have to feel consequences for their actions, and I don't feel they did. But we're not here to talk about that movie. We're here to talk about. Taskmaster School for Gifted Villains. Steve, what the heck is this? Have we done this
2: before? This has been a long time. Yeah, this was our third uh, semester at the school. Um, we've done Rhino and uh, Mutagen, I guess. Um, so in these episodes, we're going to take a little look back at a specific scenario that we've already talked about on the show. We're going to get some tips and tricks for customizing the scenario And investigating on how it plays now with all the new modular sets since it came out, since we talked about it whenever it was. Mm. Can this villain still stand up to the modern carpool of heroes? And, you know, are there some so-called heroes they should be afraid of? Are there any that they're just going to trounce? What's the villain like now with all the new cards? Fun stuff.
1: Yep. And I bet a lot of people forget about, you know, the rhinos and claws
2: of the world, right? So it's good to come back. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of boxes out now, so yeah.
1: Yep. Time to head back, folks. Well, Steve, when did we talk about Claw? I mean, it's got to be long ago. Yeah, you've never talked about it, ever.
2: That's true. Mike
1: Mike has no idea that we've ever talked about it.
2: Yeah, because it was issue 15 and 16. That's over 100 episodes ago. That was before Mike joined the show when Moose was still on the show. That's way back in, like, 2020. Wow. Yeah. Life was simple back then. We were still ch- trying to figure out what we were doing here. So,
1: Remember how simple it was? It was just Rhino and Claw and Ultron. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: I'm sure that's what you were talking about, right, Mike?
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, all right, so we're going to talk about uh, Claw. He's got 21 total cards. That includes the, villains, the villain and the two main schemes. He's got a couple... Key mechanics. We're not going to go over all the cards, but we're going to talk super quick about his key mechanics just to refresh everyone's memory. So I'll do one, and we'll work our way through. Claw only has a few minions. got Armored Guard. They have Guard and Tough. And he has Weapons Runner, which Surges. So he can, you know, he has a couple minions of his own that just come in his set. Okay. Okay? Uh, He's got
0: a few attachments in his set. He's got Solid Sound Body, which gives him Retaliate 1. And he's got a Sonic Converter, which lets him stun heroes. And each of those requires the hero spending resources to get rid of them.
1: Nice. He's got himself a few treacheries as well, like Sonic Boom, which you spend resources or exhaust, and Sound Manipulation, which heals him and deals you damage. But what's his real signature move, Steve? His
2: thing that makes him very different than the other villain scenarios is he will start with a zero attack and he goes up to like a one and a two. Oh, so he's just a peanut. Super easy, right? No. Right. Because oh, no. he gets one additional boost card for each of his attack activations. Oh. Yeah. So normally he's getting two boost cards uh, whenever he's attacking.
1: I love that about him. Like, claw one when he's attacking for zero
0: and you're like, yeah, I'll let it go.
1: Yeah. Womp, womp.
0: <laughs> it's interesting because most villains will be two attack, maybe, say two to five attack. You don't know. And he's like zero to eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Zero to eight and potentially worse. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how are we well, so this? What do we
1: want to talk about, Steve? How are we going to do this?
2: Well, what I think we were going to do is we're going to take a look at some tactics, like we said. Uh, Mike hasn't got to talk about Claw on the show. So, Mike, why don't you go first and tell us what you think about him in the current card pool, what you'd like, what you don't like. Oh my gosh. All, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I have a lot to talk about cause I, I was really
0: analyzing this guy. Go good. Good. Just go nuts. Okay. Under the microscope. Oh. Um, thank oh, thank you. Oh my, my God. You just <laughs> hang on. Hang on. I got to write that down. Um, when the mic set <laughs> comes out, uh, that's going to be my treachery card.
2: Oh yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Good
0: one. Oh, that's so good. Uh, I'll give you credit. Thank you. All i right. well, Don't do that. Literally just made it up right
1: now. <laughs> it seems like one of those things I've been sitting on for two years, but no. I
0: gotta give him credit. He lives on the bottom bunk. <laughs> That's right. right. Okay. okay. <laughs> He'll poke me in my sleep. <laughs> All right. So, claw. Okay. It Whether or not he's effective, whether or not he's powerful, really depends on who you're bringing with him. As well as what you're pairing it with in modular sets. So, what does what does a lot of boost icons get you? Well, if you're if you got a lot, you're probably going to be scared as a hero. So, if you're playing leadership, you're just you're throwing your, your your allies under the bus. And leadership's got a lot of great allies that do stuff when they enter play, and then they're like one in one stats. They got some some heavy hitters, but they got a lot of enter play do something. They've got a lot of events that just cheat things into play or. Just make it really resource-efficient to put bodies on the table. So I don't feel like they have a big problem against Claw. It doesn't matter if he's hitting for 10 or 20. Overkill's a problem, but even even if you put in sets with Overkill, that's not a, a high probability of getting that in a Claw attack. I play a lot of Protection, and I, I put together a Captain America Protection deck that should be on our YouTube channel right about now. And I threw in the Kree Militant set, which has a whole bunch of crazy boost icons. Mm. And I kicked his butt. He did nice. not touch me. You know, Claw did not touch me. Because that boost, I, that extra boost card turned out to be a liability. Because I I have my hand of cards, and I've got uh, a Preemptive Strike and a Defiance. And those cards, that's a non-bow. You can't use Defiance to get rid of a card, because that then you have a dead Preemptive Strike in your hand. But not if you have two boost cards on the villain. Now you can use both cards. And if you have flow-like water, now both cards are actually doing a damage as well. Oh, that is tricky. I like that. I mean, I hate that. I hate that. So you (laughs) Defiance one damage, you get a card that has three boost icons, you play Preemptive Strike, that's another damage, on top of the three damage from your boost card, that's already five damage. And if you've got Captain America's Shield, that's six. If you've got Dauntless, that's seven. And if you've got your electrostatic Armor, that's eight. You just did a swinging web kick and Claude did nothing. So you actually just want to be punched by him? Oh yeah. Wow. You, you want to be punched because he can't break your defense. He can't do it. If you don't have those cards, you're playing expert defense and the chance of him getting up to seven attack. I mean, it's possible, but it's low enough that it's not a problem.
1: Now, can I ask you a rules question, Mike? Yeah. Thinking about what you just said here. Um, He's dealt two boost cards as soon as he activates, right? Mm-hmm. If he's attacking. Yes. yes. Right. But they were revealed one at a time, correct? Yes. All right. So you're not adding up boost icons and then doing shenanigans. Correct. You cannot do that.
0: In fact, you have
1: to make your decisions on one card at a time. Okay. Correct.
0: And defiance is, is even better for the villain because you don't get to see the card you right. have to pick a card before it's revealed and get rid of it
1: just sort of toss it yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. So you're, you're playing a guessing game oh, I, I hope i, I discard mm-hmm. the one with a crappy effect and reveal the one with all the boost icons so that i can preemptive strike it okay so right. so protection actually not only does it not care it wants those heavy boosts sure cards. absolutely i feel like aggression and justice get the raw deal because yeah you may want your your allies on the table but your allies are doing something you don't have a lot of when enter play effects. You have you have allies with stats. You right. have allies like your hulks. You don't necessarily want to throw them under the bus, but I feel like you may want to if you potentially have an nate attack coming. Mm-hmm.
1: So that makes me think, you would said that uh, leadership is good in the like it's become really strong against Claw, right?
0: I, I let's let's put it differently because we're in the school of gifted villains. Claw right. should be a little scared of leadership, right? Because you know what he shouldn't easy. be scared of though. What?
1: he shouldn't be scared of the leadership decks that I've been building lately. (laughs) Let me explain because of all the reasons you said about like leadership and their allies and what they can do and they stick around and all that kind of stuff. I've been getting really into the whole sneak attack thing.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, And so I guess you could be a little afraid during my turn if you're claw, but they're all gone once it's his turn. And I only got myself. As, as the thing to defend with. So, you know, I spend a lot of time um, in alter ego when I do those those uh, sneak attack decks because I'm often left defenseless after spending a dollar for a $5 ally who just kicks butt and, like, with, you know, command center and stuff, you can use them twice and all that kind of stuff. But then I got to run away because, like, my defense left me.
0: You got a really good point because Claw also only gets a single boost when scheming. So maybe- right, but he's a good schemer. Oh that's okay right? yeah. So
1: so yeah. it's a little like he's helped by by the new sneak attack archetype I think. Or he's not he's not as horrified by it as some other villains might be.
0: Is Justice not scared because they don't care about how much threat he's putting out maybe? I think
1: so. I, I I've always said that Justice is never scared of anybody. They they got too many tools. They're like, you know, yellow cards in an FFG game. They're just too good.
2: If it's if you're playing solo, however, his Scheme only has a six. His first underground distribution, so that's like one activation. You know what I mean? Like you you have to be careful. And then if he goes to his secret rendezvous, that only has eight. So he does not give you a whole lot of space because he has a two scheme with the boost cards. Exactly.
1: And so that that retreat from the sneak attack archetype that I've been building does not help you. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I think like in that way claw's great against that deck in fact i want to try i want to try that later tonight i think to all right i go solo up against that with my black widow sneak attack
0: got it so that was my long-winded way of saying that i initially thought lots of boost icons and then i thought perhaps there's a better way of going about this and daniel you were mentioning before the show that you wanted you were looking at sets that tried to do something apart from
1: Right, yeah, giving, like, multiple chances to th- either throw more cards on the board or or just more interesting when revealed effects. And the reason I say that is because, like, even, fine, Claw gets two cards and could get six boost. If you just throw a minion in front of, or an ally in front of it, whatever, right? That's six wasted boost icons because right. he just killed Squirrel Girl.
0: Yeah, right? exactly.
1: So when those when those boost cards flip up and they've got a when revealed – a little something interesting, that star effect, right? Like, then it's either someone shows up in front of you or your stuff's taken from you. Um, so I'm grateful to you guys. Like, that's the thing I wanted from from Claw, and, and we've got a lot more modular sets, and you guys sort of pointed me in that direction. A, a modular set like Band of Badoon that comes out and has a special boost effect, I think is more interesting with Claw, and there's a lot more of those now than there used
0: to be. Um, there are. Would you like to hear a couple? I want to hear twenty of them, Mike. Okay. Uh, band of Badoon was on my was on my list because uh-huh. I want that band of B- that Badoon grunt to come out as a boost card because yeah. then it's it's a sneak attack against you basically, and then he might also be an additional counter card that you also reveal. So that's that's a pretty pretty big surprise, you know, an attack and an extra card, and you're more likely to get it as a boost card.
2: Sure. I also like out of Band of Badoon, I like the Badoon Assassin as a boost. Um, and there's two of them. The activation, if the activation is an attack, it gets overkill, piercing, and ranged. Woo. So yeah, that's good. Claw gets to do those things plus whatever his other boost card is. So he could do, you know, he's get that overkill. Mm-hmm. So the the leadership trump block thing doesn't work as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, another good one is the Sinister, Sinister
0: Syndicate from the Hood set, with uh, such boost effects as Choose and discard an upgrade you control. Choose and discard an identity-specific card from your hand. Deal two damage to an ally you control. Stun the character with the highest attack. Discard a support. It's yeah, good things that uh, if you're saying that he's going to just kill your ally anyways, then yeah, do something else to hurt you. Uh, but Daniel, there are there are three additional sets really to do things like this. So one of them is the cheat. Can we cheat? Is Steve? one of them? One of them is what? One of them's a cheat. Can we cheat, Steve? Uh, we're the villains. It's not cheating. It's being <laughs> okay, resourceful. It's, it's not well, cheating when we do it. It's always yeah. cheating to say Ronin, right? Oh.
1: The Prince of oh. Play
0: Ronin is both. Every hmm. card has two to three boost icons. Plus the win revealed. And yeah. the special effects are if That's this defeats right. a character, get a face down encounter card. If this is an attack, it gets overkill. Uh, if attach the accused to your identity, then all the attacks do more damage. Put it Ronin the accuser into play engage with you reveal this awful side scheme. I mean that it's a printed play, it's a challenge printed play, so maybe that is cheating a bit, but it's uh it's probably the best.
2: Yeah. Oh, i I have another one I think is really great uh on boost effects that I i took up against or I shuffled into claw uh in prep for the show was the new set Frost Giants. Oh from the Mad Titan Shadow Box. This has it only has two cards in it that have the boost effects. Uh the frost giants themselves, if the villain is mm-hmm. attacking and this attack deals damage to a character, stun that character. It can it can do some stunning, because maybe you're you don't have the allies to block with or whatnot, and then you take some damage. It, and since you're since Claw is getting that second boost card, he's doing additional damage, so you might actually do damage to your hero. So that stun might take effect. But the other cards in that set also Prevent your hero from doing things. Like it has frozen on it, which prevents your identity from reading.
1: Well, the frozen card is easy to get rid of. You just let it go.
2: Okay, that's
1: good.
2: And it has the unnatural storm side scheme where heroes and allies can't be readied by player card effects, and it exhausts every ally when it comes into play. Oh yeah, like. So it it's kind of taking your allies and hero out of play so they will get hit for damage they will get stunned they can't ready and you're stunned and all this sort of stuff plus it has Luffy who has a four boost icon so just knowing that Claw could have a four boost icon as well as something else might just make you play differently or you know you're going you're going to be throwing stuff in front of them to block and maybe they're all ones and twos and you just keep expecting this hit for eight or something so Right. Yeah, that's good. Uh,
0: there's a there's a couple others. The in fact, if I were to offer my challenge, I would say, take the the Daniel approved approach of putting two sets in,
1: or three or four or five or ten,
0: and throw in the Anachronauts with badoon Headhunter. Oh, yep. So, what's hmm. great about the Anachronauts is their their boost effects. They kind of go all over the place. Take a damage. Give the enemy a tough status card. Exhaust a character you control. Uh, Discard a random card from your hand. But then they always do something else, which is give this villain another boost card. So it's just it's a little teaser, and then they do something else. That's why I really like these guys. And the, the headhunter uh has you know a three boost icon, a three boost icon, and then the other ones are a boost icon, deal another boost card. Uh put the Badoon Headhunter into play. A boost icon, give another boost card. So this would just pile on the boost cards
2: with the maximum amount of effects coming out. Yeah, hmm. and
1: it,
2: it also has those two big minions that can kind of get in the way of Claw. So you have to spend some time dealing with them. Yeah, The yes. Badoon Headhunter and the Badoon Headhunter bodyguard or whatever he's called. Uh, oh, yeah, the Henchman. Yeah. Yeah, the Henchman. That's health. it. Yeah. Oh, that goon. Yeah. He's got patrol, too. <laughs> yeah, which we said it's tough. You know, Claw's got small schemes. So, all right. I, if I had to give you another two that i think work well together keep them coming keep them coming armies of titan and children of thanos oh so children of thanos is only five cards and army of titan is um six cards we talked about both of these well we talked about armies of titan uh so armies of titan's got the boost cards where it's giving you the villain a tough status card as a boost so that makes it takes longer to take claw down which means he has more time as the outriders which is forcing you to discard random cards from your hand so you don't have the resources maybe to pay for claw's attachments that he's putting out on himself children of thanos has discard an ally or support you control as a boost discard an ally or upgrade you control as a boost give them another boost card and then it has two side schemes in it that are crisis so oh yeah yeah
1: that's what i'm talking about.
2: Yeah. And right. and lots of minions. I found minions with claw, just you're so busy dealing with minions, you might yeah. not get a chance to get it claw right away. And so he's going to do his thing more often. Mm. I guess that's another point in favor of Bandit
0: Badoon. That's a lot of minions to just shove yes. in his deck. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of little weenies with guard. Like, yeah. that's great. There's another way you can play this. And if I may go a little Mustafa here. Always, please. 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 They're missing a very key card here. Claw is missing his combo card, and it's the one we've seen in other games. We need the card that says, "Claw gets X something," where X is the number of boost cards dealt to him. Hmm. Hmm. Can you imagine that? Discard X cards you control, where X is the number of boost icons or boost cards dealt to Claw. What would that do to him? Like that? That just takes him to a whole other level, right there. And other games have things like that. We just haven't seen one in Marvel yet. And that takes him from pretty decent to really awesome. And we just haven't gotten it yet. So here's the thought. Don't do that. Just say, yeah, these effects are nice. But you could swing the other way. You can say, what if you're playing solo and the goal is to just weaken you enough that maybe you'll thread out? What if you doubled down on his solid sound body and sonic converter stuff? and threw in galactic artifacts oh! so that hopefully if they're coming out as encounter cards because you don't want to reveal them as boosts they just have icons on them but then you're throwing a whole bunch of stuff out there that distracts you and saps your resources and sooner or later you're going to say i i'm getting too far behind maybe i won't get rid of this cloak of hercules this turn and maybe that will help help them get one up on you
2: so I tried something similar. I thought, oh, I want to do a build here uh, and not play into his boost effects and sort of pump him up. And I tried goblin gimmicks and the new goblin gear, which is in the Sinister Motives box. I'm like, oh, like advanced uh, glider and gliders and pumpkin bombs. And what happens if he just gets all this cool gear and you put it on him? And I was not impressed. I don't think that's a good strategy for Claw. Uh, Mm. It it was, uh, I found it to be a much easier time because his boost cards were a one or a two every single time. A a zero, you know, if you're playing on standard, uh, some of those cards have no boost icons. And he was only getting one attachment here or there. Um, Uh. So I didn't find that tactic to be too exciting. And I think it's because the goblin gear and the goblin gimmicks are very low boost icons and there was nothing special coming out it's like oh yeah he's a zero plus uh probably two so who cares i'll take it to the right. face um so that tactic for me didn't work with those two sets and, and you know Goblin gimmicks is an easy set but not impressed with that that's yeah it, it's an interesting challenge right because he has
0: so much potential and it, it's it's so dependent on who you're bringing up against him that right. it's hard to say yeah
2: well and yeah. Uh, there's the obvious things to say like Play standard two or expert two, and then a lot of cards have surge, so you're going to see a lot more. And then every single card has a boost icon because everything in standard two and expert two has boost icons, unlike standard. Um, but that's you know, um, I think you could say that for any villain, so it's not particular to claw, right? Yeah, yeah, you, you could play them on heroic five, but you know, you could play rhino on heroic five too. But...
0: Got it, yeah. Yeah. So you you do play something that doesn't just give him more cards, but makes him activate more often. Yeah, actually, that that's an interesting point. That reminded me. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. <laughs> I was looking like, where's that set that makes the villain attack multiple times? And I realized, no, all of those cards are villain specific. They're in Ronin. They're in Nebula. There, there's no basic set. It's all in standard and expert. Right. So that's the other thing we're
2: missing because the clock could activate three times hey, that might actually get past your protection and your leadership players. Right, yeah, you're, just, you're going to be tapped out. You're not going to have enough to, to handle a f- multiple attacks in one round. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else you want to say? Uh, any other modulars or scenarios or anything like that with Claw before we move on to the next bit?
0: I think the only other thing I'd mention is that uh, you could always do the power drain approach. I don't think it's that effective. That would be the milling the encounter deck and putting acceleration icons on.
1: But that was like one of his first ever strategies, right?
0: It was. And I think it's only yeah, like, effective in solo because once yeah. you have, it it doesn't scale with number of players. Right. One acceleration icon is just one threat.
2: Well, you could, you could, uh, you don't even need power drain anymore. There are multiple modular sets that have like four cards in them, right? Um, Mr. Hyde, Streets of Mayhem. So if that was the only encounter set you put in, you will like Six Streets through. of Mayhem, they have Surge on them, and there's only four cards. You, you he only has twenty some total cards, including his villain and schemes. So you could have a deck that's only twenty cards, and you're burning through three a turn, or you know what I mean, yeah. like or and four. And it does with
1: it surge, and it does scale per player
0: because
2: that's eight boost
1: cards. It's eight eight boost cards, right? Not the acceleration, but like getting through the deck, obviously. Like, yeah, yeah. So. Like yeah, in Steve's scenario, there it's like every three turns is another one.
2: Yeah, and it's all of them other that can be tough. no
1: every two turns. Assuming you're all in hero mode and you're four player, that's twelve encounter cards after the boost, and then
2: what you get at the end of the round. You're
1: going through half a deck.
2: Yeah, you're right. And like uh, his weapon runner surges, right? So mm-hmm. there's a couple of things like that. Yeah, you could you could try that strategy. I may have to give that a try and see how see how have,
1: fast have he Claw can run gets. faster than you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah all right so i have a challenge for claw it's not a difficult challenge i don't think but it's something that i want to put a sheet out and sort of track it because i'm well, curious now, about wait,
1: steve you said it's a challenge doing. for claw or is it a challenge for the heroes against
0: claw
2: it's a challenge for our listeners how about that
1: okay fair enough
2: okay i feel like it's going to be a challenge for claw it might be i don't think it's super difficult so play claw on whatever difficulty you want to play claw on standard expert whatever play with band of badoon like daniel was talking about it has all those various effects it's got a lot of minions but i want you to also play with streets of mayhem which we have recently talked about to see how it changes playing against claw but here's the Ooh. here's the catch at the start of the game randomly choose one of the location environments from the streets of mayhem and put it into play right at the beginning and then each time a location would be discarded from play, just remove it from the game. Don't put it back into the deck. And we're going to track how many locations throughout the city the heroes destroy trying to defeat Claw. That's why I oh. want to know. Where did you get to? Which places did you blow
1: Oh, up? okay. So you're trying to go to, if you're a hero, to fewer
2: places. Right. And, okay. and how... So I'm going to put – I'll have a sheet out there at Google Form, and it'll ask you a few questions, and you can put in some information so you can track your gameplay. You can tell us which places got blown up, that sort of stuff. So.
1: Oh, that's neat. That's a
2: good challenge. It should be fun. I don't think it's going to be super hard, but I want something fun. And uh, where are people going to find that? I will link the Google Form in the show notes, and I'll put it on our Facebook page. Lovely. Can we, we – we should name the challenge, though. Is it like – Oh,
1: claw- Maybe claw about town.
2: Nice, I like it. Yeah, that's there great. you go. The claw about town challenge. I thought that was a pretty good look at claw. I thought yes. so too. I it's talked a lot talk but about you it. Also again. Let me. I warned you. Well, great. we're not the only ones who have talked about claw though in the past. Definitely.
0: I hope not. In the last what? two years, surely no. the whole community hasn't rallied together in say May to talk about claw. They well, did
2: May of, of twenty twenty, maybe May of twenty twenty. Do you guys remember this hashtag Claw Your Way Through May? Which was like a big community event through all the various content creators at the time. Do you remember I, that? I
0: remember. I that. do. No, I, I had major remember. surgery at that time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't on the show yet. Is that when oh. you got the shark tail? Oh no, this was the, the oh no the that hand, you just got the, shark the tail. hand attachment. Yeah. Oh right, mm-hmm. the extra hand. The right. Yeah. yeah. No, it, that did not. Apparently, your body rejects those. Weird.
2: What else happens in late of 2020, Steve? Anyways, I don't know where to go from there. I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear any of it. Uh, I, in this gang-up section, I want to direct folks to some great claw resources from that time period. So new players who might be getting into the game because of the new Spider-Man cards that are out, or mm-hmm. they've just discovered the game, um, they can go back and, and find these claw content creators so marvel champions monthly had an episode 14 on their podcast i happen to have been on that show oh my goodness that's reason enough to go listen yeah uh, uh, two years ago but they talk all about claw there they also put out some custom content for Claw called return of the claw which is a modular set just for claw which addresses some of the stuff we talked about tonight they also have an article on there, Shield Agent Training, where they talk all about Claw, and they do a really fun lore reading club, so you can read about Claw from the comics and know who he is, you know, from the from the books. The Side scheme podcast, they've got articles and a podcast out at the same time. Card Game Cooperative, our friends across the pond, episode five, they did Claw's Vengeance, and they talk all about it, and then, and I'll link. Uh, Marvel Champions Monthly, Sides Game and Card Game Cooperative uh, in the show notes so you can find them and their resources. But Marvel Champions Monthly has done a lot of that work for me. They have a great article on their webpage that's the Claw Your Way Through May Community Crossover. It's a link and it just lists all this stuff from that time from the various blogs and podcasts and YouTube channels and everybody that was doing Claw content. So I'll put that out there so you can find that list. And you can get more claw than you ever would need because there's a lot of great content out there.
0: Um, oh, what great minions!
2: Yeah, Dude they were all for Yeah, <laughs>
0: nice
2: of them. Well,
1: speaking of nice, Steve, it was really nice of you to tell people how to get a hold of all sorts of other folks. Mike, how do they get a hold of us?
0: Hey, folks, uh, no joke. I actually want to hear some real stories about claw. What have you thrown in to make the games interesting? Tell us, what did we miss? What do we, what hits you? What resonates well? Email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. We are Critical Encounters. You can find us on YouTube. Guess what? We're Critical Encounters Podcast. But on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, and Wandering Duke. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Claw, take us out.
1: I've spoken in a frequency that only the Chosen could hear
0: my suggestion,
1: my voice, has now bloomed in their head, telling them what they must do, what they must give. And now I have given them what was promised, and sent them to their reward. It is the sound of a miracle, the voice of a god, the reproach of Claw.